and welcome to JoJo's World. Hello. That's German for hello. 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 I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other co-host. Today we watched episode 19 of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That's the, I think, 10th episode of... Battle Tendency. Part 2, Battle Tendency. Possibly the 9th, I may have miscounted there. Titled, A Race to the Brink. A Race to the Brink? Yeah. This episode covers chapters 85 through 88 of the manga. Oh, because they're racing to the... Oh, there's a literal brink. It's a literal And brink. there's a literal foot race towards it. Oh, yeah! Yeah, okay. I can get on board with that. So, any preliminary... Pre- any uh, preliminary... Pre- I'm having a lot of trouble with this word. <laughs> you any- haven't done the exercises from Panda. I know, I haven't done my warm-ups. Oh. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. Keep it going, come on. Um, any preliminary thoughts about this episode? Uh, amazing. Holy shit. What the hell happened? There's a pretty like constant sense of escalation over the first half of this episode. <laughs> just, like, it starts off ridiculous and just gets more ridiculous. Mm. And, like, Stroheim. He takes his revenge. What, what even? Just, oh, there is so much to love. <laughs> so much to love. So we pick up exactly where we left off with Joseph boasting into this room and being like, Hey, Rifleheads, where can I get some food up in this business? And then, oh no, Cars and Stroheim are both here. Oh no, double shock! I assume he knew Stroheim was there. I mean, d- given that he referred to him by name. Woo-hoo. But Cars, how did he get there? Well, we saw last episode. He says, You're von Stroheim. Double shock. This is spookier than meeting a ghost in a dark cemetery after midnight. Whoa, Jesus. That's pretty spooky. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cars and Stroheim, who I could have sworn was blown into little bits back in, me- back in Mexico. They're both standing in front of me. Oh no. So I guess he didn't know he was alive yet. Oh, maybe not. Maybe he just thought he was still a stranger. Yeah, that that mysterious German commander who seems to know me. By name. By nickname. And my experience in Mexico. What's your nickname? I'll kill you. <laughs> we cut to the OP. <laughs> Any observances? It's still fabulous as ever. Mm-hmm. I think you had one. Oh, just that we see Stroheim in sort of... Silhouetted cyborg form He's backlit Doing his signature Nazi salute Yeah And he's only Projected from one side So So you can't really see Whether or not he is Cybernetically enhanced (laughs) I mean If he is cybernetically enhanced In the intro They'd probably make A big deal out of it No because they don't Want to give it away No in the silhouette bit Because you know how We've had Lisa Lisa As a silhouette Caesar as a silhouette Jojo as a silhouette But Stroheim's only In that one shot though I guess, but like he could be there as, you know, a silhouette. But he's not. Damn it. But he recurs. He's now a recurring Yeah, he's character. not more than Smokey. Yeah, and Smokey's in the intro as a silhouette. No, he's not. He's just in that one shot where he's oh. doing that vaguely oh, the, oh. vaguely offensive caricature face. Yeah, true. Uh, well, you know, he could be there. I say the nuts. He's in about as much there. as uh, Speedwagon is. Yeah. Mm. Although, are we going to see Speedwagon again? I don't know. I hope we see him Are we going to ever see Speedwagon again? Maybe he died on the way back to New York. (laughs) The Speedwagon Foundation has a giant funeral. In memoriam. Oh, man. It'd be ridiculous. He'll have Joseph speak at his funeral. And the entire time. You know how at funerals there is like a big wreath um, with flowers around a portrait of the deceased? Yeah. It'd be like that, but it's a picture of Jonathan at Speedwagon's funeral. (laughs) And then there's just a hat on top of it hmm. that keeps spinning non-stop. Bowler hat or Zapelli hat? Uh, why not both? Ooh. Hey, that's a good idea. You have, like, the wreath, right? And mm-hmm. then on one side, on the top, you got his bowler hat, and that's, like, floating around. But then it cuts through <laughs> Zapelli's hat, which is on the other side. 
which is just glowing with Hamon. All right. I mean, that that could work, right? Sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> the episode. Joseph observes that it looks like he's made of metal and his hand, his head is wrapped in some sort of strange device. <gasps> Did the Germans do this with their amazing medical technology? What maybe, do you think? Maybe it has military applications. Jojo, you're, just, you're really not that smart, are you? <laughs> Uh, he has this little monologue where he's like, Ugh, I guess I should be happy that he's back. When you get down to it, he's not exactly a bad guy. Literal member of the SS. Except for the fact that he's a damn German soldier. There's a word for that. <laughs> um, and I don't like the way he struts around like he's better than everyone else. Still, I am a bit happy. Yeah, you've got a Nazi on your team. But you're a bit happy. <laughs> so... Stroheim is really smug through the first part of this fight, and he's like, why don't you sit on the couch and make yourself at home, Jojo, while I while I win this fight? Dick. Dick move. <laughs> and then Kaz starts glaring at Jojo, and Jojo's like, oh no, he knows I killed ACDC and he hates me. How will this affect our friendship? If only we could get to know each other better. Yeah. He should come to the Lodge Mixer we're having later, <laughs> so we can all get to know the rest of the German soldiers. Look, we're in beautiful St. Moritz. Mm-hmm. It's all good here, man. Just calm down, have a beer. Let's all participate in some winter sports together. Actually, did it's I... It's like ever, steep. Did I ever tell you the story about when I was living in America and my dad... Never knew you lived in America. Oh, well, there you go. My, uh... This is very related to come have a beer, actually. Uh, so my dad was living in America... Living us. in America. Uh, and he was like, yeah, I'm taking my family because I don't want to be away from them for six months. And I'm like, okay. We, we, Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So we lived in like this little cul-de-sac in a small town called Alco in Nevada. And on something like the second week, one of the neighbors came around. I was like, what the fuck do you think you're doing here? Huh? Huh? Do you think you can just come here and like live here like normal people? And dad was like, uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, yes. And he was like, you got some nerve, young man. You know, you Australians, you think you can just come into our land and just come on down. And we were like, dad, dad, don't let him in. Don't let him in the house. He's he's a crazy American guy who owns a gun. He was like, why don't you just come inside, you know, have a beer. And by the end of the night, he was like, you Australians are all right. You got like good taste in beer. <laughs> like, yeah, all right. So just come in, have a beer, diffuse the situation. Why did he let him in though? <laughs> Man, that's a that's a tense story. It is. He was just, but Dad the whole time was completely calm. So he was like, "Why don't you just come in and have a beer, man?" He's like, "You was fucking Australian." And then he's like walking up the stairs, like, "How are you going, ma'am? I hope you're doing a grand." Oh, oh, beer. Okay. It's like okay, sure. It's the universal greeting. Oh, man, if I was accosted by someone only to then have them say, "You know what? I'm sorry. Let's have Let's a beer." Let's go get I'd a beer. Like, I'd be like, "You're okay." B a. Yeah, so Kaz is like, Jojo, once I've killed this guy, I'm going to kill you for killing ACDC. If Whamu wasn't off in Greece, he'd help me. Why is Whamu in Greece? It's just like, the dub says, like, doing his work in Greece, but the subs we watched is just like, he's in Greece, but, just having a great time. Yeah, but why? Why is he in Greece? He's not, obviously not sunning himself on the beach, because they die in sunlight, <laughs> but... Like, is he just eating people? Maybe. Maybe he's working on some techniques. What? Maybe he's just like... <laughs> A big fan of Greek culture. He's had 4,000... Oh, actually, yeah, he might just be taking the culture. Hmm. He's missed out on 4,000 years of it. But, like, he's had 4,000 years to work on his techniques. He doesn't need another three days or six But days he's got a big fight coming up with Jojo at SummerSlam. Oh, true. Maybe he's training. WrestleMania. <laughs> Raw. That's what it is. Yeah. Get in the cage. Let's get ready to... Help me finish this. Something that doesn't sound like Rumble because that's copyright. Mumble. That's not really appropriate to the show though, is it? Let's get ready to Jojo. All right, sure. That'll do. <laughs> we, we so, I'm off, just so defeated. Started off so high. We've come so little. 
Cars is like, no machine can stop me. I'm Cars. Get out of my way, man. And then a machine stops and him. And Strohan's like, oh yeah. Then he contorts his robot arm like up above his head, behind his back and back in front of him and tears off a tiny shred of Cars' hand. How much would you say the portion is? Like a small shrimp worth. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if it does take it with him, but it's almost like he just tears off his little finger. His pinky? No, no, he takes off this fleshy okay, bit yeah. of the hand. That's at like the bottom of the palm on the left hand right, side. Yes. It's your right hand. Beneath the pinky. Yeah, beneath the pinky. He takes that bit off. And then your favourite thing comes back. Overly specific stat blocks. Oh my god, I'm so happy. We learn that uh, Robo Stroheim's fingers can squeeze at 100... Uh, um, 1,950 1, kilograms per centimetre squared, which is almost as twice as strong as Santana was. <gasps> what? Oh my god, German technology. Throughout all of this, like, that, um... Stroheim theme where it's vaguely German sounding chanting is just going full force. <laughs> Stroheim does a Nazi salute and is like, German science is the finest in the world. These arms have such great power. They were constructed based on the abilities of San Viento. And then he, he picks up a golf ball off the pool table. Okay. Hey, d- don't diss it. It's a beautiful golf ball. Crushes it in his palm. <gasps> and is like, Unso cars. We calculated exactly what we needed to do in order to eliminate your power and leave you in desperate agony. I'm going to pluck you like a chicken bit by bit and take you apart one square centimetre at a time. Then he throws the crushed golf ball at Jojo's hand and Jojo's like, ow. (laughs) And then he continues his little one-man show. I mean, you sounded a lot like Arnie back then, but I suppose he is basically the Terminator at this point. He's from Austria? Yeah. That's close enough. (laughs) Is it? Hitler was from Austria. Oh, shit. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) He says, hey, Jojo, don't you even think about feeling sorry for me. My proud new form is the very embodiment of the ultimate peak of German science and engineering. You see, I'm not merely human. I'm something more. Take this, cars. My machine gun can fire 600 rounds per minute and shred through armor plating like it was made of paper. I'll whittle you down into tiny pieces in no time at all. His machine gun is his torso. Yeah, we get like long flowing shots of this huge ammo belt just wrapping around him. And he has this enormous gun sticking out of his chest. (laughs) It's just, it's like his beer gut, but military design (laughs) perfection. And it just pops out. He's it like, has this pose where, like, um, his arm was a sort of cross behind his head and he leans back, sort of thrusting his torso forward. Like a bodybuilder, yeah. but with a gun. <laughs> Just where his abs should be. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's I great. love it. Oh, so good. So he starts shooting at that. It shoots a lot. A lot of extended shots of just bullets flying everywhere and cars is blasted out back through the, um, the wall of the lodge. He knows exactly how much he needs to whittle him down. Yeah. And Upstairs, there's like a slight commotion and Lisa Lisa's like, tea spills and she's like, oh, we should probably see what's happening downstairs. <laughs> it's more like a, oh, my tea, what's going on? Lisa Lisa with the prophetic drinks all the time. Well, to be fair, that's basically all she does at this point. Yeah, just yeah. sitting around drinking. Just sitting around drinking tea being like, huh, something bad is happening. And red wine. And red wine. And red wine. That is true. Cars is standing there being shot for a while. A while. His hat is blown to bits. Uh... The back of his coat is just basically gone at this point. Yep. Then he's like, well, I guess I should probably do something about this. <laughs> this isn't gr- like this isn't really a problem, but it's not a great situation. So he pulls out his um, brilliant bone blade. Now, this bit got really weird because he says, I control light. Mm. So, um, what was it? ACDC control wind. Yep. And, you know, he creates air currents by contorting his arms. Yep. Wait, was it ACDC or was it? Oh, that was our Whammo. Yeah, Whammo controls wind. 
ACDC controls heat through the sort of immunoresponse system, raising yeah. the temperature of his blood. So then Cars controls light. So he basically destroys all the bullets in the air. So he doesn't really control light, though, is the thing. No, that's the thing. So <laughs> he cuts all these bullets up. With and his like, glowing bone blade. Yeah, it's like a glistening blade. And then it goes into more detail when he starts running towards... Stroheim. Uh, Stroheim. It's, it's like, up close, Stroheim could see how the... The light blade works. So it's actually just like a chainsaw. Yeah, it's got it's got tiny little like hooks that run along the outside of the blade really fast, and they each reflect a small amount of light, creating the impression of uh, of glistening yeah, sunlight. Yeah, because they're all highly polished. I mean, so is that controlling light? I mean, to or the, is that just having a chain blade? I mean, to the extent that he's, he is, you know, reflecting light, but it's not. It's kind of not really related to his power. Yeah, no. It's kind of one of those things where, like, Whamu controlled wind quite literally by making a cyclone. Yeah, the wind was the damaging component of his attack. Yeah, and then ACDC was like, yeah, I control heat. Yeah, my blood is as hot as lava. It's going to mess you up. I control light. I have a chain. Cars is like, these guys just, like, have really cool themes, and I guess I need to try to find one for myself. He's, like, always on, like, the outer, like, yeah. edge of the social He's not part spectrum. of the clique. He's like, if I don't come up with a cool, a cool theme, they'll make me hang out with Santana. <laughs> See, this is why he didn't, like, indulge in the, oh, I have a ring. I can put it on Jojo somewhere. Mm. He didn't do that because he doesn't have a cool power. He was too busy thinking of his special technique. Oh, he needed one because this one's... <laughs> I uh, mean, it's effective. You've got to give it... It is very effective, due. yes. I suppose the light The other is... guys don't have brilliant bone blades. Yeah, true. The other guys are a bit weak. Couldn't he say he, like, controls metal or something? Nah. Because... Nah. Cutting? Nah. He needed more metal name. My mode is sharpness. <laughs> Uh, yeah? Buy my car's brand knives, only $95.95. You just, like, walked up to your door. Satisfaction guaranteed, all your money back. We can cut tomatoes, we can cut fish cans. We can cut bullets. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he cuts all these bullets in half in midair. And then just sprints at Stroheim. Cuts him in half. Oh, a bit well, more than half. So, yeah, the rest of this episode, for what we see of Stroheim, he has one arm and is sort of cut off above where his machine gun was in the torso. Yeah, he, uh... He's in a bad way. He's a stump. If he wasn't a basically invincible cyborg, he would be dead. Yeah, he's a Nazi stump at this point. <laughs> German technology has really pulled through. So he takes one blow and he basically immediately gives up. And he's like, we can't defeat him with my technology or any technology. I mean, granted, it was a big blow. It was sort of a mad play yeah. that Stroheim pulled and it hasn't <laughs> paid off. So the car sort of smugly stands over him and delivers that monologue that I, I mentioned to you a little while back. Where he's like, Santana? He was just like a dumb kid. We call him our guard dog. So like, later fool. Peace. I'm off. Now, he picks him up and starts frisking him for the stones, and Jojo is still there, not really doing Being that. Being all like, <gasps> I actually really like this shot where um, Kaz is carrying Stroheim and walking out into the night, mm. and Jojo is sort of following him, but like on the periphery of his awareness, because he doesn't want to get too close. Wait, what? Stro- like, he's, um... Oh, where he's like walking alongside. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh no. I can't, <laughs> I can't deal with that blade, it's too much. I can't block that with my bare hands, not even if I'm chuck full of ripples. Awkward. Awkward moments for Jojo. Kaz finds the stone in Stroheim's pocket and he monologues for a bit about like how he'd waited 5,000 years for this and his victory was inevitable. And now he's going to kill Joseph in a bit. Unfortunately, it's not really inevitable. Because Stroheim isn't out for the count yet. Dun, dun, dun! Kaz didn't reckon with the power of his laser eyes. (laughs) It's 
so ridiculous. Okay, so Stroheim has this thing. I mean, I guess it makes sense thematically in that they were trying to create a cyborg that sort of used the powers of the Pillar Man and vampires, and the vampires have laser eyes. That is true. Just randomly, that one time that they had laser eyes. Yeah. Two times, actually. Wait, two times? Yeah. Dio, and then um, Straitzer. The Straitzer have laser eyes? Yeah, and Joseph reflected them with shot glasses, remember? That he did. It was super dope. That he did. So the monocle on his uh, the yeah. cyborg monocle retracts. The cyborg monocle flips up mm-hmm. and then <laughs> Strohheim's like eye opens. Yeah, opens up to reveal like a little thing, like, like little, a little little like gun barrel sort of thing. Yeah, and then it pokes out. Mm-hmm. It just like whoop, like out of his eye, and then he's like, "Ha ha! German technology! <laughs> I got you now, fam." <laughs> <laughs> And that German chanting kicks in again. Oh my god, it's amazing. He's just like a stump of a man. And he's like, You thought I was dead? You fool! The Germans will win yet! So he shoots an ultraviolet beam of light. Which makes sense. Yep. It makes perfect sense because sunlight is ultraviolet. Only they just put that in his chest. Mm. What? Don't critique I mean, it. I guess he's built to fight things other than vampires as well. Yeah. And that would be... The machine gun would be very effective against mortal opponents. To be fair... Giant UV laser beam would also be quite effective mm. against model opponents. What is? Well, yeah, it's like the sun is shooting at you. It's just light, though. Yeah, but have you ever had, like, laser surgery? No. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, that doesn't work like that over long distances, though. It's just a beam of light he's shooting. Yeah, but that's the whole point. The whole point of a laser, right, is that... Okay, here yeah, we but go. we're going to get technical now. I, I just don't know if... I don't know much about lasers, evidently. Okay. But would a, just a beam of UV light hurt someone? Yes. So, you know how the sun, like pours UV light yeah. onto us. Imagine that, but compressed into, like, a space yay big. Mm-hmm. That's a UV laser. Okay, but I don't think he's as powerful as the sun. Well, he said it, it was a UV thing. Yeah. So... It's the kind... Because sunlight hurts... True, it could be weak. Yeah. That is true. But if you made one big enough, it would have enough energy just to boil you. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. So anyway, um, <laughs> he shoots this laser beam. Cars dodges... He blocks it with his um his hand that's holding the stone, dropping it in the process because mm. the beam goes through his hand and still hits him in the cheek. Yeah, so it just goes right on through him. Yeah, but it's not a lethal blow. Ah, oh, alas. And that sort of trancey music kicks in as the stone hits the snowy slope and starts sliding inexorably towards a cliff and a deep ravine. Some form of brink. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, the edge of the brink or whatever this episode's called. <gasps> Yeah, they engage in a race toward the brink. Oh my god. So, I think at that point, Cars is like... He just starts running, and Strohheim's like, Jojo, you need to run after that and beat him. Jojo, you need to get the stone. I don't have legs. Or one arm. Yeah. I don't have, like, Go-Go Gadget helicopter in my back. (laughs) I can't turn this other eye into a small propeller. Also, also, it's worth mentioning, I guess, other than the cyborg monogle, he is basically full-guiled now. He's got that flat top. Yeah, he, he has got... He's kind of like... What Gar would look like if he was a cyborg Nazi. Yeah. Which is really enlightening to me since... (laughs) Sonic Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Does... Okay, does Stroheim ever come back and do a Sonic Boom? Because that would be... I don't think he ever does a Sonic Boom. Oh, okay. I don't think they were being that, um... On the nose. Yeah. Oh, okay. Joseph is ahead of cars. He's doing his stupid sort of palms open... What would you describe really, this as? He's really upright as he runs, and his knees, like, pump really high. <laughs> he's kind of like a small child who's just learning how to run. It, it's like the sort of stereotypical, like, posh English man running. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, Jeeves, we must be away. Exactly. 
yeah, whereas yeah. Cars is running like a normal person. Yeah, with actual closed fists yeah. and arched back. And like horizontal arm movements. It's almost as though he understands how running works. <laughs> You've got this whole centre of gravity thing that lets you run faster. Mm. So everyone's sort of monologuing about how Cars is running faster than Jojo can afford to because they're running towards a steep cliff and Cars doesn't mind if his momentum carries him over it. But if Jojo goes over that cliff, he'll die. I mean, there's not much more to it than that. No. There's not much room for analysis here. So Kaz slowly overtakes Jojo and is like, Jojo, you must be planning to attack me when I when I reach down to grab the stone because with my flank open, I'll be vulnerable. Are you going to try to kick me? Huh? You'll attack me even if it means the stone disappears into the abyss? Shh. You think your plan will work, Jojo, you boob? Oh, you boob. I just added that. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, it's like, would Cars really call someone a boob? No, because he doesn't really have much personality, let's be honest. Yeah, it's true. These guys aren't Dio, like, in terms of screen presence. Yeah. Let's be real. Well, they do have the air of pure and utter insanity, but that's about it. But even so, like, not even... Like, there's that bit where Cars starts laughing later, which just seems so at odds with his usual character, but is possibly the most entertaining he's been so far. Mmm. Mmm. That is true. Doesn't know when he saved that dog. He's just like, can't hurt the dog, bro. The dog is love. Although we do also see that he doesn't crush the sunflower. Yeah. He likes nature, I guess. Which is weird. Anyway. Yeah. He's uh, a big old hippie. <laughs> he's a massive hippie. Ironically enough. You can't, like, cars. own the nature man because I haven't become the ultimate life form yet and then I'll own the nature man. Yeah, but, like, I have a lease. <laughs> I got this I got, lease. like, the deed to this property, dude. Get off. I'm the lord, bro. <laughs> Um, so Joseph's like, you are right, I am going to kick you. And then Cars jumps over the kick and grabs the stone with his feet. And he's like, later, I'm going over the cliff now. <laughs> You're so stupid, Jojo, you idiot. And Joseph's like, now Cars, what's with that ridiculously arrogant grin? I'm the one who should be smiling here. I guess I should have expected as much from you. A trick like that really isn't good enough to fool me. My kick wasn't aimed at your vulnerable flank, but rather the snow. And it works just like a break. And then Cars is all like, oh no, I'm the idiot. Yeah. Oh no, Joseph Joestar has outfoxed me yet again. Ah, oh, that fox. The snow that Joseph kicks both slows him down so that he could have afforded to run faster, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also hits um, Cars like square in the chest, which sort of throws him off balance for a second, allowing Jojo to easily just snatch the stone from him as Cars sails over the edge. All's well that ends well. Until... Oh no, Jojo still is an idiot. Cars has blades in his arm, so he just snags This one comes him. out of his leg. Oh, he has blades in his leg, so he just snags him on one. And this one looks really nasty. It's like got a sort of hook shape to it. Yeah, it kind of looks like... Uh, there's actually. It reminded me of a guitar that I saw once. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, there's like a guitar that like Paul Gilbert and uh, all those guys play. All those guys? It's just Paul Gilbert. Paul Gilbert plays this guitar that's like sort of a weird kind of body shape on the top. And then at the bottom, it's just got this bit that comes out. Like a fish hook? Yeah, like a fish hook almost. And then just does this and then goes back Easy down. Words. And then, well, it kind of comes out like a... It goes straight out, come like a really sharp curve on the end. And then almost like a triangular... Like a fish hook. Yeah, like a fish hook if it was made out of wood. And then it just goes back in. Cool. And you're like, dude, that's fucking cool. That's a nice looking fish hook. (laughs) It's like that, but on his leg. So he snags Jojo with it. And that's the halftime break. And then they start hurtling down the brink. (laughs) They've gone over the brink. I suppose they have. They've raced towards the brink. And now now they're entering... Post the brink. deeper plan. <laughs> the deeper plan. Oh no. This is the deeper brink, everyone. Jojo's like, oh no, the blade is melding into me. What am I going to do, you son of a bitch? Oh, were well, we not going to talk about the ads this nah, week? No, I they're really interesting. Aww. Ads this week. What about the Feeding America one? That was just sort of nice. Yeah, that was nice. 
It was a nice little sentiment. Anyway. Um, Feed your kids. The narrator tells us that it's 175 metres to the bottom and that they will fall for five seconds until impact. So it takes 11 minutes, I think. Yeah, they spend about... Uh, yeah, Six? Five to ten minutes yeah. falling. There are a couple of stoppages there, but there is a lot more falling time than five seconds. Lies. All lies. <laughs> so Jojo's like, damn, falling to death with this guy? No thank you. Clinging Hamon. And then he grabs an icicle and hangs onto it. Even though uh, Hamon doesn't go through solids or ice very well. Uh, there's water on the icicle. There's water all over this icicle, bro. So it's working. It's all good. So just, I'm glad, really glad they justified that to us. Don't worry. Because we really need to know what this made-up phenomenon is conducted well by in every it's circumstance. All good. It's, used it's in. all good. Just, you know, just calm down. We d- we've had this very specific stats in this episode. <laughs> now we just need to have the ultra justification of, yeah, it's going to work. So Joseph is hanging from this particularly long icicle and Cars is hanging from him through the, um, the blade in him. Which is quite impressive when you think about it. Yeah. The fact that the blade didn't just slice through him. Joseph has a little monologue about how... Um, Cars is a tenacious opponent and that scares Jojo. Mm, because it's like the opposite. Yeah. Of... He says, I'm at my best when exploiting my opponent's negligence. So a tenacious foe is the absolute worst for me to face. Tenacity tenacity is the opposite of negligence. Oh, it's the worst. I mean, not much more to it than that. No. No, tenacity... Is tenacity the opposite of negligence? Or is that astuteness? These are the real questions <laughs> that need answering. Yeah. Hirohiko Araki. I think that's reverse in his actual name, but whatever. Araki Hiro... That guy... I'm also probably pronouncing it wrong. Hiroko... I don't know. Look, I don't know his actual name because I'm not allowed to know. You're not allowed to know anything but what I tell you and what you see. Oh, no. (laughs) So I go home, I look at the wrong, like, piece of... Then I climb out of your computer the ring style and drag you to hell. Yeah, I'm, like, looking up online just something about, like, maths. And then you're there going, Nick, this has one word from Jojo in it. You are not allowed to know. So, um, Cars, like, does some sort of acrobatic motion, and the motion, the momentum breaks the icicle, and it's like, oh no, we're falling! Dun-dun-dun, again. Yep. <laughs> and Joseph's, Joseph realises that since he's got this blade sticking out of him, he can just send the ripple through that and burn Cars up real good. Well, I think the first thing that happens is he sees more icicles, he's like, I won't be able to grab onto them. Until... But I could just kill cars. Yeah, I could just kill cars. Like but that's... then cars kicks him away into the cliff face, and as he's rebounding, gets ready to cut him up real good with the brilliant bone blade. <gasps> My God! What could Jojo do? He's he has no way of halting his momentum. He can't block a chainsaw. Well, certainly not, unless he can. <laughs> God damn it! So he pulls out the red stone of Aja. Da da da! And then he holds it where cars is going. To cut. He's like, and Kaz is like, oh no, I'm too tenacious. I can't possibly take the risk of cutting up the stone. And then he doesn't because, let's be honest, that motherfucker wants that stone. Yeah. He, you know, he's he's sort of so-so and wanting it. <laughs> he kind of wants it half the time, I guess. But then most of the time he still wants it pretty bad. So Joseph tries to kick him. He sort of dodges that but falls away. And Joseph starts grabbing I- the falling icicles and using the hammer to connect them together like a rope. And Cars is like, you're an idiot. Because they're all still in free fall. You're not going to be able to stop yourself. So then Caesar's like, I'll give you a hand. And he has already prepared the other end of the rope. <laughs> the other end of the falling icicles. Yeah. Are they stalagmites or stalactites at this point? They're in a sort of liminal space when they're in the air, I guess. Stalagdites. <laughs> not a thing. Yeah, it could be now. It's the only... Okay, what would be a letter that goes out sideways? Because stalagmites... Go up and stalactites go down. Oh, is that how you remember it? Yeah, because I always remember it that stalagmites stand up mightily and stalactites hang on tightly. Ah, there you go. I think I learned that from Angela Anaconda. (laughs) 
What a show. What a show. But there needs to be like a letter that goes signed. Maybe a stalexite. Because that has the Z bit. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and then it does both directions. I've done it. I've made a new word today. Congratulations. Thank you. You're just like William H. Shakespeare. Uh, Oxford Dictionary, you owe me quite a lot of money now as yeah, far as I'm aware. Oxford English Dictionary, if that is your real name. If that is the language that you purport to know. Stroheim's like, what the hell is going on? Are you two some sort of team now? Yes. Yep. They have been he's for just quite like, some time. Somehow, I guess he's clawed his way over to the cliff face because he's also there now, <laughs> even though he was right beside the house before. Maybe, like, Caesar just picked him up. Yeah. He's just like, come on, Stumpy. Well, Messina seems to be the only one who shows an interest in him, so presumably we've been here. Yeah, Messina's just like, my friend, I'm doing, like, a little forklift motion yeah. for anyone who can't see. So he just forklifts him up and is like, come, my friend, and just holds him like that. Yeah. Puts him in his backpack Banjo-Kazooie style. <laughs> Anytime he needs a UV laser light, he just pops out. Yeah. Don't worry, we can examine the crime scene with my UV light. Oh, could you imagine, right, if one of Messina's moves later on is, okay, so he's a stump now, but he still has one arm and a machine gun in his torso. Hurl like him around a like... Ball special. Hurl him around like a baseball bat while he's shooting out all the bullets, and he just keeps spinning around. A lot of uh, potential for friendly fire in that move. Uh, you just need to crouch. Hmm. Jojo makes fun of Caesar for a bit. It's like, congratulations, Caesar, you came up with a really dumb idea. Just like me, Joseph Joestar. You idiot. And then Messina's like, Stroheim, your body is even more durable than theirs. If you stop being such a douche, maybe we can team up. I just love that I can't add anything to that, because that's basically what they say. Yeah. It's like, yeah, maybe if you stop being such a fucking dick about it. I think they call him a snob. Yeah. Which is, you know... I guess a nice way of putting white supremacist. You pernicious snob. <laughs> eh, shut up, non-whitey. Meanwhile, in the abyss, Cars is falling, and he's like, oh no, there are some flowers at the bottom of the abyss that I'm going to fall on. Better perform some sort of elaborate manoeuvre where I bang my arm against the wall really hard and then pinball off all the cliff faces. So he does. Yep. Uh, and then he just sort of ends up next to the sunflower. And he stands there sort of really dramatically for a second and then bursts out into this wild jag of laughter. Is it like a ha-ha-ha? Yeah. Or is it like a ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-
Yeah, and many kanji, just many like kanji. Our hero, everyone, just picking on a cat. And the cat runs away. He's like, uh, if you take sort of attitudes towards animals as an indicator of morality, yeah. um, as it so often happens in this show, where cruelty <laughs> to animals is used to show really cars, poor moral fiber. Yeah, really, cars, cars is, is the good he's, guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> the top dog. Not to give the pun of top dog, but you know. Um, so then Jojo's like, man, that was a bit yeah, of a Yeah, why did I even do that? I guess I'm just t- on edge because I'm going to die in five days. <laughs> oh, well. And also, Cars really wants to kill me. I just feel like there's threats closing in all around me. I need to relax. But this is ridiculous. I'm the one who always saying you should, like, be cool and not sit around moping around stuff. And then meanwhile, just out of frame, Lisa, Lisa, Messina and Caesar, and they're like, Jojo, what are you doing over there? Come talk business with us. Stop moping and stuff. Yeah. So they're looking over this balcony across the way at this big old abandoned hotel, which is apparently the address that was on the package that uh, ACDC addressed the stone to. That seems like a pretty big flaw in your master plan to be all like, okay, send it to this address. Not a fake one, but this one. I mean, how else would it get there if they... Well, he would rendezvous with the fake one and then they wouldn't know his headquarters. But they could just leave after they get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like it's their house. True. They don't have the deed. They haven't had a house for 4,000 years, have they? <laughs> there was that pillar. Yeah, that's not really a house so much as a home. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah, because they know Wamu's in Greece, that means that cars must be hiding in there today all alone. Why is Wamu in Greece? I don't understand this. Okay, okay, I would understand if they were like, Wamu's in Greece doing X. But they just even in, in the, the dub, dub they say he's doing his work. What what is his work? What is he doing? He's in a Greece? chartered accountant. <laughs> he's making sure that there are enough bodies to go around in like this post. I think you actually world. do see what he's been up to, to like sort of implied. Although cars could have also been doing that. Um, well, what, what does he do? We'll get to that in like the next episode, basically. Oh, okay. Or the one All after right. that, perhaps. All right. Okay. They better because God damn it, it is bugging me that they don't say <laughs> what he's doing. Uh, so Caesar is like, well, that's great. We should just go. In there, there's four of us, one of him, let's go kick his ass. But, uh, nah. and Messina's like, yeah, that's a good idea. And Lisa Lisa says, what do you think, Jojo? No. No, I'm, I'm good out here. I don't like that plan. So Joseph's argument, and which, you know, it makes sense to me, is that walking into his territory is putting them at a severe disadvantage, and that Cars wouldn't have survived this long if he didn't know how to defend himself while the sun was up. Hmm. However... Just break a couple windows. Yeah, they could have just torn the house down. Just burn it down because it is abandoned. No one's there. Use your hum on and just, you know, let that sunlight flow on through. Yeah. But at the same time, I get where he's coming from. Yeah. He wants to follow Sun Tzu's advice and only fight when victory is assured. <sighs> Sun Tzu. And I guess it makes sense because they have the stone, so they know the pillar men are going to be coming after them. So they could probably set up some sort of elaborate trap, some sort of like UV light cage or something. Would it be Jojo's Bizarre Adventure without an elaborate trap? No. Really? <laughs> but we are giving up the opportunity for an elaborate trap because Caesar goes on in. Oh, uh, yeah, true. No, Caesar's just like... Well, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, yeah. um, Caesar sort of gets increasingly angry at Jojo, calling him a chicken. And Jojo's like, no, I just have a cool head. You're totally, like, Cock-headed. losing your, te- your temper here. Yeah. Which is a nice contrast to Jojo at the start of Battle Tendency, where he would be not interested in doing any sort of heroic stuff, and then someone would say something mean about his grandma or his jacket or whatever, and then he would lose his temper and pick a fight. And now it is he that is cool. Yeah. Now Caesar is the, the rash one. I mean, to be fair, Caesar's still cooler, but, you know. <laughs> ha. Yeah. yeah, so Caesar's like, Cars is alone in there. There are four of us. We can go there and take him out, and it'll all be good. Then, but if Whammo arrives, then there's only, it's only going to be two on two. And then Jojo's just like, nah, that's a terrible plan, buddy. 
Yeah, don't go off all half-cocked. And then Caesar's like, I am not half-cocked! How dare you! He's talking about how he wants to finish the fight that uh, claimed the lives of their grandfathers. And you're just like, who cares about our grandfathers? We never knew them. They're dead as. Yeah. What kind of idiot uses people you've never met as motivation? And that, that really crosses the line. We get a really cool shot of Caesar's if, like, narrows his eyes and flames appear across the screen. Cool is a strong <laughs> word. Hilarious. Okay, yeah. And everyone's like, what have you done? <laughs> and Caesar... Just punches Jojo in the face. Jojo falls to the ground and Caesar steps, Caesar steps on his face. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, screw you, man. Then Jojo stands up and they just start punching each other. Screw you the hell back, man. Yeah, fuck you, buddy. So they kind of have a bit of a punch out. Jojo, I guess you won't ever understand the concept of family honour and inheriting a battle like this. Uh, the inheritance uh? of battle. If only there was some way that Jojo could understand that he has inherited a battle from his dead grandfather and a vampire man. <laughs> Um, Caesar and Jojo are pulled apart by Lisa, Lisa and Messina and Lisa's Lisa, like Jojo's right stay here that's in order and Caesar's like nope Fuck go you. and he leaps over the balcony and starts walking off into the snow yeah literally he just like jumps off this balcony that's a I don't know how many floors up it is but it's a few floors he's up a, he's a tough guy yeah but then it just I love how in order to make that make sense you hear the sound of snow yeah and it's just like <laughs> you're like huh yeah that tracks <laughs> That makes sense for anime. <laughs> he talks about how this is like a Zapelli problem and he has to do it or his family's honour will be tarnished. And we see his literal family tree, which is the faces of his family connected by like tree branches yeah. going down until we get to him. I think it's like you recognise one of the faces because it's Zapelli's dad. Who we did see briefly yeah. in his put, puts on the mask and kills everyone flashback. And then you got Led Zapelli. That's his name. Yep. And then you've got the father. Just a guy um, with a big moustache. Nan Zapelli. <laughs> Dad Zapelli. Dad Zapelli. So you got Grand Zapelli. <laughs> you got Great Zapelli, Grandpa Zapelli, and Papa Zapelli. Um, Lisa Lisa sends Messina to follow Caesar and make sure that he doesn't go in there and bring him back by force if necessary. Yeah, that's going to go so well given that Messina knew that he would die on that, you know. The rope bridge? Yeah. I can see where that's going. <laughs> Next episode, Caesar just snaps Messina's neck. <laughs> He's just like, no, nah, I can't. We're not having a drawn out battle here, buddy. Jojo's like, Caesar, why can't you just be cool? And jo- uh, Lisa Lisa responds, Jojo, you didn't know, but you inadvertently touched on his dark past. <gasps> his secret past is so hidden. You've hit upon a dark place where he harbours his saddest secret. Opening <gasps> court of roundabout place. <laughs> Caesar has a hidden past. <laughs> Caesar approaches the mansion. Ominous kanji emanate from it. And our final shot is a close-up on his, his stern face. And that's that's to be continued. That's that's the end. That's the end of the episode, everyone. Good app. Good episode. Highlights. Von fucking Stroheim just fucking nailing it. Just having a great time. From straight out, he was just like, "Hey, buddy, how you going? You want some fucking bizarre adventures? Here we fucking go. Take off coat. Here's a machine gun for a fucking torso." Oh no, eye lasers. I got an eye laser now. (laughs) Fucking boom. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, uh, I think if I can't also choose that, then I'll probably go with um, just the the dumb bullshit Joseph is pulling in the um, the abyss. (laughs) In the five seconds that he has allotted to him. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to hang from all these icicles. Well, that didn't work. Well, I'm just going to hang from all these icicles again. Caesar's got my back, man. (laughs) If icicles won't work, icicles might work. What, you think you're going to cut me up? No, I'm just going to use the thing you really want as a as a, a force field. That's pretty good, though. That's pretty good. That's a, that's a bold move. Mm. What would happen if cars just didn't stop? 
If he was like, you know what? Well, then stone ain't worth the it. The stone would have been destroyed and Jojo probably would have died. Man, what a terrible story. <laughs> Good thing that didn't happen. So, um, lowlights. Hmm. Hmm. Hard to pick in this episode. I suppose towards the end where they were just talking because we had this entire thing of complete ridiculousness in the first half. Mm-hmm. And then the second half at the start, you're like, yeah, okay, yeah. It, it, you know, we got the logic battles happening. But then after that, it was sort of like, yep, so we're just sort of going to have a chat and Jojo's just going to do this thing with a cat. <laughs> that, yep, that's pretty much all I th- Yeah, I think I assume that would have been like a chapter break in the manga. Yeah. But, you know, like, eh. Mm-hmm. Still not too bad, but that's the worst <laughs> of the episode. Yeah, yeah I, I'm having a hard time picking a, a low point myself. Mm. I guess maybe just, like, Messina being there. <laughs> You know, Messina is like... Taking lines that more charismatic characters could have said. Yeah, he's the cooler Smokey, effectively. I prefer Smokey. Well, Smokey's back there being like, Oh no, I'm useless, but I'm a proxy. And Messina's not even a proxy, because he does stuff. He was a trainer, and then maybe ten minutes after he was introduced, he was made obsolete. (laughs) He's just not... Let's be honest, I'm not going to tell you if he dies or not, but he's really just there to fill out the body count. Oh no. He's sort of like... The guy who will be the designated driver. Yeah. When everyone else is intoxicated. He's like, okay, guys. Well, I'm a monk, so anytime you need to be carried, I got you. Shut up, Messina. (laughs) Yeah, so I guess that brings us to our next segment where I want to ask you, Nicholas Ballantyne, um, what do you think will occur next week on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 2? Battle Tendency. Oh, dear. Okay. Uh, hmm. Okay, Caesar... Reno. Reno. Caesarino. That's what Jojo Caesarino. called him at one yeah, point. Yeah, true, true. Caesarino will approach the abandoned thing. Hotel. Hotel. Um, Messina's going to try and stop him. And then they're going to have, like, a very quick punch out. <laughs> Caesar will be like, I will kill you. And then Messina's like, well, I value my life a bit more than that, so fuck you. Caesar will be like, don't make me kill you. And then yeah. Messina will say whatever Obi-Wan says in response to that. <laughs> You were my son, or something. I don't know. Uh, oh, maybe Jojo will go running after him. No, I don't think so. I think Messina's just going to be there. And then Caesar will, like... No, actually, Messina will have a talking battle with him and talk him out of it. Because Caesar will be like... A talking battle? You mean a discussion? Yeah, a talking battle. <laughs> what do you call it, Mr. Fancy Pants? Um, <laughs> so they're going to have a talking battle. Ooh, argument. Look at me, bloody dumb, Mr. Fancy Frenchman. It's like a garage. Ooh, a garage. Yeah. What do you call it? A car hole? <laughs> yeah, so Messina will talk him out of it. Or, um, it could just be a flashback of his hidden past. Mm. And then... Because we know he has one of those now. Yeah, as he's about to enter, he'll be all like, hmm, maybe Jojo's right. Is my past really worth this? Is my future really worth this? But Nick, Italians have the strongest family ties of any culture in the world. Uh, well, I don't think he's going to go in there. Because if he does, he'll die. <laughs> as has been confirmed by them not going in there. Although I'm pretty sure they're going to go in there at some point. <laughs> but later on. Got this sweet abandoned hotel setting. You can't not use that as a yeah, fight exactly. scene. exactly. With Lisa Lisa, probably. Lisa Lisa will just be in the back being like... Get him, yeah. Jojo. <laughs> hey, I see you guys have got some sick thrones here. One of them's empty. Awkward. Oh, man, that'd be so dope. Like, um, Lisa Lisa and Kaz sitting in thrones at the opposite end of the room watching Whammo and um, Joseph or Caesar duking it out. And they're just there going... <laughs> you have mustered your strength. Very good. Um, That's how they talk. Yep. Uh, yeah, so he won't go in there, and then they'll wait till night. Cars will attack again, because he said he'll wait a day, so I'm assuming he's going to, you know... Yeah, he can't do anything in the daytime. Yeah, he can't do anything until the daytime. Uh, so he's going to attack again. This time, Stroheim won't be involved at all, uh, and he might catch Jojo off guard. 
I reckon. I reckon. But little do they know that Caesar and Lisa are there already. So they're probably going to try and get in three on one. Oh, and Messina. Yeah, true. Four on one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I reckon they're going to have a bit of a punch out there. You can't beat us, cars. There's three of us. Messina is also in frame. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, if that happens, that would be amazing. No, um, yeah, so I reckon that'll happen. Cool. Uh, and then it won't be done in this episode. Makes um, sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Either that or we'll have a flashback to Caesar and that will be the whole episode. Or flashback oh, of yeah. Caesar. Where we find his hidden past. What do you think his hidden past is? His hidden past. Maybe it's something to do with his dad, because we haven't heard much about his dad. Mm, and we did see him in the family tree. We did see him in the family tree. So maybe his dad left... No, his... Maybe Led Zappelli. Uh, what was his actual name? William. William. Wilhelm. Wilhelm Zappelli. Uh, maybe he left... Um, maybe he left Papa Zappelli mm. with some kind of... I don't know. Legacy? Yeah, something that would uh, let him be, you know, known or something. Uh, and then he's handed that down to... <gasps> his his uh, bandana scarfy ah. thing. Yeah, maybe it's his scarf. Maybe it belongs to, like, bandana. his dad. Is it his bandana? That, that's his signature thing. Oh, yeah, because Jojo has the scarf. Never yeah. Mind. Yeah, so maybe his bandana's from his dad, and then he saw his dad die to it. To the bandana. Yes. <laughs> or while he was wearing the bandana. The or rare something. venomous bandana. Oh, no. I must wear it to, to grow an immunity. Yeah. I spent the last five years developing an immunity to Iacane thread. <laughs> so yeah, something like that. Or something that explains why he's constantly doused in soap. <laughs> that would also help. Yeah, something that would either leave a legacy, or maybe his dark past is that he's actually the son of Lisa Lisa. Ooh. Ooh maybe, I don't know why that's dark, but you know. Or maybe he's the son of one of the pillum. No, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. All right. Okay, good predictions. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, that more or less brings us to the end of the episode. Just before we go out, um, shout out to a couple of our iTunes reviewers. Ooh! Thank you to CurlingGirl420. Bro! A nice, uh, nice five-star review. Bro! And also wants to know... Oh, am I allowed to see this? Yeah. Oh, excellent. What did she say? They want to know um, if they if um, we are interested in doing any sort of, sort of special events down the line. And without spoiling anything, uh, they think it would be a good idea if we did the... Finale of part three as like a big three hour episode or something. Yeah, that'd be great. I think that would probably take its toll on us for we're team not, wise. We're not doing that. That That's... said though, um, I don't know the logistics of this, so it may not be practical, but I would be potentially interested in doing some sort of like simulcast thing yeah. in addition to our episode where perhaps we watched it and streamed our reactions. Which would be hilarious. Just t- like book off the day. And then also do podcasts afterwards. Yeah. So we like book off the day, watch the, what is it? Watch all of it and then go back to it bit by bit. Because that goes for an hour and then we have three hours of podcasts to get (laughs) through. We'll just be like, oh God. It'd be a lot to unpack. We're just like, we're going to have a break now. (laughs) Um, No, yeah, I'd be down for that because then you would be able to like turn off the sound of the anime and watch it with us. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I don't, there are some sort of Web platforms I think you can use for simul- simultaneous watching of things. Oh, oh, they. I'm not really it. sure how they work though. Yeah, could we then upload that onto like YouTube or something? Could be some liability issues there. There I'm not would sure. be a lot of liability. That is true. Okay, well, we could still upload the audio. Sure. Mm, yeah. Because it's just us talking over stuff without JoJo's, <laughs> which makes no sense. I would love to do um, something that if you want to go back and watch it, you could just mute the anime or turn the anime down and then just watch us be like, <gasps> what? Like a sort of riff track. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, oh no, because we'd have ads. That's the other thing. Yeah, true. Yeah. No, but then we could just say, pause, begin again. <laughs> be hilarious. Um, second shout out from the Canadian iTunes store. Canadian? What? Dude, we're 
international as hell. Uh, can't remember if I've shouted out to any of these before, so sorry if I'm repeating this, but uh, to, the, to this date I've mostly used the US ones, because mm. they are the most trafficked. Noriko-tan gives us a very nice review. Uh, enjoys you talking about bands oh. and my snobbery. <laughs> and thinks we're cool. Thank you for the kind words. Thank you. I like um, bands. So, uh, we are, for the foreseeable future, on a weekly release schedule. Um, you will die. <laughs> who, who, what was the name of the dude that was like, yeah, look, this release schedule might kill me. And then we just went, yeah, so about that. I don't know, whoever it was in last week's episode. Bad Tudor. God, I hope they're still alive. <laughs> R.I.P. Bad Tudor. <laughs> they were not a bad enough dude. Can you be a bad enough dude to handle a weekly release schedule <laughs> of a podcast about an anime about some weird guy fighting vampires and weird pillar dudes? So as a result, we have a lot more potential slots for listener correspondence that will probably not be filled. But if you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at uh, our Twitter or Gmail, which are both JoJo's Podcast. Please talk to us. We're very lonely. <laughs> and uh, other than that, I guess uh, just till next time. To be, to be continued. continued. Hey, you want to be a Pokemon trainer? Go to the Pokemon school to learn how to be a Pokemon trainer. And then you go there, and the girl who's taking you there is like, well, here we are at the Pokemon school. And then she goes, <gasps> and then the camera pans down the road, and there's just an angry Tauros there. It's like, well, I guess we can't go any further, but good thing we're here now. <laughs> Let's oh, let no. someone else deal with that. That's great. So it's got more story and more stuff in it? I guess so. Okay. So I'm still pretty early in it. More explanation. Yeah. Also, Team Skull seem like real lamos. Yeah, I've heard that Team Skull are dickheads. Like, I've only encountered them like two or three times so far, but they just seem to be like youth that everyone hates. <laughs> like, they'll show up and start hassling a guy, and he'll be like, "You guys are stupid. Get out of here!" And they'll be like, "Come on, man, F- fight for Pokemon with us." We like Punisher. He's so emotional. And they're like, "Ugh." ugh. And you can beat them, mm. and then the next time you encounter them, they'll be, the, these two grunts will be like, Hey, remember us! And one of your, vo- vo- your dialogue options is, Who are you guys again? <laughs> can it be every single time you see them, it's like, Who, who are you though? What, what do you do? What? I don't know what they do. They're I mean, just, obviously they fuck shit up. They just hassle people. Yeah, they just walk up to people and it's like, Hey, hey. They're always no like, doing like street arm movements. Oh no. And speaking in, in they're, verse. They're the uh, rejected goths of modern society. Yeah. 